Email todayradio at rte.ie. Well, lots and lots and lots of you texting 51551 about our previous discussion there about uh, older people having to limit their time um, outside again. And most of you, I have to say, agreeing with what uh, former RT broadcaster Charlie Bird had to say. He doesn't think it's fair. He doesn't think it's right. Uh, One person says 20 to 50 year olds should be cocooning as they are the spreaders. This would contain the virus, not the victims, just like we lock up prisoners, not civilians. Um, You can keep your text coming to 51551. You can tweet us at today. Radio RTE. Now, the Cabinet, as we have been discussing, are going to meet this afternoon to discuss the latest recommendations from NEFIT on tackling the spread of COVID-19. Um, all of this is coming as the levels of the cases over the past few weeks have seen a steady increase and controversial scenes, of course, like the one seen in a bar in Dublin at the weekend, which we were discussing on the show yesterday. One consultant has taken to Twitter to vent her frustrations at some of the recent slippage in societal behaviours. Dr Neve Lynch, consultant paediatrician in Cork, joins me on the line now. And Neve, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Um, it was a very emotional tweet, really, that, that, that you posted yesterday. Um, and I think it resonated with a lot of people. Indeed, Ryan Turberty, uh, just before we came on air, he was he was talking about it and he read out quite a lot of, of what you had written. Um, can you tell me, I suppose, what, what exactly it is, what message it is that you were trying to get across and, and what, what prompted you to post it? Uh, hi, Sarah. Nice to speak to you. Um, well, I, you're right. I think the tweet was really born out of uh, frustration and concern. Um, like like many people, I have parents who are in their 70s and are facing uh, into, you know, uh, more restrictions. But also I have a patient cohort who have complex medical needs and their parents are living with this burden of, you know, the potential of further cocooning, you know, what's going to happen when the kids go back to school, how it's all going to pan out. Um, and I suppose the other thing that's sort of bothered me recently is this kind of war rhetoric that's applied to doctors and nurses and uh, healthcare workers and even home carers. Uh, you know, this isn't a war. Uh, we have brains and the virus doesn't. Um, we, we're going to have to live alongside this thing for a while until the vaccine becomes available. And we have to try and keep suppressing it. And, you know, I really feel for the over 70s because essentially they are paying for um, the, the the slippages that have happened in recent weeks. Mm. Um, indeed, in, in your tweet, as, as you say, you were saying this is not a battle or a war because COVID-19 is not an enemy. It is a virus that causes an illness. We don't battle the flu, you said. And you, and you also said the frontline hero narrative of those going into battle with COVID-19 sits uneasily with me because it implies death and injury of those fighting the virus, that that is somehow to be expected. Um, it, is that something, as you say, it sits uneasily with you? Is is that something that has bothered you over the last couple of months, though, as we're all talking about the heroes going to battle COVID? It, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm a paediatrician, and thank thank goodness um, my patient cohort aren't aren't hugely affected. No, they are affected, and they can be badly affected. I haven't worked on a COVID ward. Uh, I haven't seen the, the traumatic things that some people have seen. I watched that documentary about St. James's, and, you know, it, it was heartbreaking. But you can see that these people, they're not heroes. They don't want to be called heroes. They're people who are doing their job. We didn't train uh, to do what we do to be called heroes. You know, I've said to many people, if you ever went to school with somebody who went on to become a medical student, you know they're probably the nerdy, geeky type, not the hero type. Mm. Our job is to look after patients. Um, And, you know, it's it's the the job of others then to look after us. And the the statistics for healthcare workers were were pretty unpleasant uh, in the beginning. Now, thankfully, we have access to 
good PPE. Um, you know, we're so much more aware of how this virus works now. Um, I, I generally feel safer at work. I hope my colleagues do too. But at the same time, uh, you know, we, we are at risk. And I think by calling us frontline workers or heroes or whatever you want, that somehow injury is to be expected. And I don't think that's acceptable. I don't think it's helpful. The same way you say somebody lost their battle with COVID. They didn't lose a battle. They, they died because they caught this horrible illness. Do you think complacency is setting in now, Neve? Uh, I hate to say it, but uh, yes, I, I do. Um, you know, I, I've, I've used this analogy uh, once or twice. Um, you know, the, the rules of the road. Um, so we all accept that cars are big, dangerous objects. And uh, we adhere to the rules of the road, and if we didn't, there would be carnage on the roads, and our health service would be overwhelmed. There's no point in driving at the speed limit and then cruising through a red light. And those rules are enforced by messaging and enforcement. Um, we now have to live with, effectively, the rules of COVID. We understand that COVID is a deadly disease for some, not everybody. And so the rules of COVID are simple. Limit your social circle, keep your social distance, practice hand hygiene and cough etiquette, wear a mask when you're asked, and also, really importantly, if you have symptoms that are suggestive of COVID-19, please, please, please isolate. So you're facing now into a long winter, a long couple of months. I mean, the weather at the moment doesn't help to feel like we're almost there already. Um, And as I said, we saw at the weekend, you know, scenes from one Dublin bar. You have to guess that that's not the only place in the country that there wasn't social distancing happening at the weekend. There are um, undoubtedly plenty more parties going on. Um, How do you feel in terms of going into that? And how ready do you think the health system and, and, and the health workers, more importantly, are for that? Uh, I think there's a lot of work to do, and I don't think we have a huge amount of time. Um, You know, I'm working on the ground. I try not to uh, occupy my mind too much with the sort of uh, machinations that happen higher up. I just hope they get it right, and they get it right fast. Um, How do I feel personally going into it? Well, uh, you know, I am a mum of two young children. Um, I really want them to get back to school. I don't want them to be worrying about me at work. You know, when we were in peak lockdown, I'd come home and my 10-year-old, who's a hugger, would jump back because she knew she couldn't hug me. She'd say, I've switched on the hot water so you can have your shower and then I'll give you a hug. I don't want to have to go through that again, but I know I might. And, you know, I'll just do my job, but I don't want to be called a hero. And I don't think many of my colleagues do either. So what's your message then, Neve, to people who might be listening, who might be thinking about going to that party this weekend or whatever it might be that, that they think, you know, this is, this is over or this is manageable now? It's not over. Uh, you know, COVID-19, it's, it's not something you don't give your friend because they're your friend. Um, it's a virus. It's not, it's, it has no brain. We're the ones with the brains. We're the ones who should be thinking. And I always say nothing parties like COVID. Okay. Well, I think there's there's no better way of saying it, really. Um, so we'll leave it there. And thank you so much for joining us this morning and the best of luck with the coming weeks and months. That's Dr. Neve Lynch, a consultant paediatrician in Cork. Back after this. Today with Sarah McInerney on RTE Radio 1.